Welcome back to the Speedy Aerocast. I'm your host, Dan Morin, and with me are my two wonderful co-hosts, Mr. John Moltz. I would like to point out that I have not failed this city in like three weeks. <laughs> do, you have, do you have a flip? You have one of those flip charts? Yes. yes. It's been three weeks since I last failed this city. Since an incident <laughs> where I failed the city. And Mr. Guy English is also here. I fail the city all the time. <laughs> <laughs> On a weekly basis. That flip well, chart just the constantly. podcast. You fail the podcast. Yeah. That flip chart only has a zero on it's it. It's a zero. Not, you can't even flip it <laughs> There's over. No, no other since last failure. No, it's not a flip chart. It's just, <laughs> it's just etched into the wall. So uh, we're here to talk about season four, episode four, which is titled Beyond Redemption. This episode is not Beyond Redemption. I think this episode <laughs> redeems itself quite well. Oh, yeah. uh, and let's do a recap. Whose turn is it? Everyone, everyone <laughs> takes a step backward. I could do it. I could do it. I you think it's actually it? Guy's turn, but I could do it. I think it, it is my I turn. Have, I have I, notes. I don't. Yeah, okay. If you got notes, go for it. I got, I got, I got some. I took notes. Take it okay? away. All right. So it uh, starts. We got some. We got some. We got some bad stuff going down. There's some. There's a. There's some <laughs> On this big, show? There's what? like a big. Yeah, there's a big like duffel bag full of drugs, man. <laughs> and not only is there a duffel bag full of drugs, these guys are withholding drugs from other guys who want drugs. These are bad people. <laughs> well, the cops show up and they take them. They take them down pretty quickly. Uh, but then the other cops show up and they're like, what are you cops doing here? We were, we are also cops. And so <laughs> the first cops, yeah, right. right. Too it's like a cop. too, Keystone too cops routine. Yeah. Uh, the first cops end up killing the second cops. That can't be good. Um, and then walking off with the smack or the blow or whatever it is the kids are doing these days. Uh, and then we cut to the team who is meeting at some place that might be their new lair, but it looks just like a regular sort of like office space, sort of like in a, like a, like a Ghostbusters office type thing. Um, and it's not, turns out it's not the lair, it's Ollie's campaign office. And he announces that to his friends that he's going to run for a mayor and they're kind of like, huh, really? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> you're you're running that. for mayor. They have questions. Uh, so the good news though, is the lair is downstairs. They take the lovely new elevator down and man, that is a lair. Yeah. I'm sure we'll talk about the lair. We'll talk about the lair later, but, uh, there is obviously a reason why Palmer tech is losing money. Uh, Ollie has his first of several visits with Lance who is not happy, but he realizes that he needs him, uh, in order to work on this this uh recent killing these uh that the these cops who were killed so uh they have to work together they have to find a way to work together felicity meanwhile goes to curtis to see what's going on with her phone and she thinks that it's him <laughs> tech support tech support <laughs> and it turns out that it's the it's not him it's the last message from ray uh like some sort of some, <laughs> some sort of error log except it's an audio error log <laughs> <laughs> that because that's a thing and yeah. uh yeah and she's not a- anxious to hear it uh too many feels back at the lair they figure out where the bad cops lair is and they figure out they're bad cops they d- didn't know that they were bad cops until they visited the lair and found that it's full of cop gear then we have laurel revering revealing sarah to her dad Unfortunately, Sarah still has a bad case of the crazies and tries to choke Laurel. So that doesn't go, you know, the family reunion is not exactly, well, it's pretty much like any family we've all re- been reunion, right? We've at all, some point or we've all had that experience where you go to a family reunion and someone tries to choke someone else. Uh, 
Ollie, meanwhile, hatches a plan to entrap the bad cops by buying some drugs, which is not the first time he's used this plan. <laughs> well, look, what we know like, is bad man, guys love drugs. Yeah, yeah. Ollie like, has like three moves. And... Yeah, right. <laughs> this is one of his things. Yeah. He's got that playbook and he's sticking with it. And It's, uh, it's actually identical to his surprise party playbook, which is really just throw that playbook out uh he tells lance and, and lance wants to tag along because bad cops and uh, what you're gonna do uh when they come for you it doesn't go exactly <laughs> according to plan though as they've got some apparently they have some anti-vigilante task force weapons which <laughs> then the one the one that is for diggle is a net, it's a net. <laughs> you know i think we understand why the city hall has cut the police <laughs> budget so yeah far. right 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 you spent what you did you guys how much with? a net you... some knives that come out of yeah. your gauntlets pretty a cool net right gun also, uh, also nunchucks and they and uh, the bad cops make off with the drugs and lance's meanwhile is made by them so uh he's going to be in trouble of course uh but on the the plus side he gets to see the lair that's exciting and uh, (laughs) he doesn't have to find it this time either they just invite him in that's right and then we get a little background on our bad guys of the week uh these bad cops and then lance goes to see damien dark to talk about sarah's condition which is kind of an interesting good scene um and dark says Put her down, basically. While searching for the bad cops on cameras, however, as they often do, Felicity and Oliver see Lance meeting with Dark, which leads to a confrontation confrontation between Oliver and Lance, which we will, I'm sure, quite get into quite deeply. Lance then goes to kill Sarah based on Dark's recommendation, but he's stopped by Laurel. Unfortunately, then he's abducted by the bad cops. Don't worry, though. The team finds out where he is. He's at the impound lot, where they hope to get more drugs. (laughs) There's a big showdown, and the team is winning until the lead bad cop catches Ollie by putting a knife next to his spine, which is an injury that would have any of the rest of us in the hospital for weeks. Lance Lance gets him out of it by giving a speech. (laughs) And she she decides that based on this speech that she will give up. Uh, and then there's a few, there's a, there's a denouement. There's a couple of denouement scenes, right? There's, um, uh, Oliver, uh, has a denouement moment with Lance where he says, nice speech. Uh, and they kind of make up a little bit and there's a denouement where Laurel goes to feed, (laughs) feed her pet Sarah and she's gone. And then uh, last day or the other denouement is Oliver shows up at the campaign headquarters and surprise, surprise, it's full of people. People love Oliver and they want to work for Oliver. And so Oliver makes his announcement, uh, announces his candidacy uh, and gives a speech to that effect. Oh, we also have Felicity's denouement. uh, Felicity's denouement is she does finally break down and listen to the uh, message from Ray. And then there's there's the the stuff that goes on in the island, which is uh, Oliver's supposed to kill the that woman. He hadn't killed the woman, um, and but they want to see the body because there's too many bodies. You know, too many of the goons are dying since Oliver showed up, so they don't trust him anymore. Lo and behold, he's able to show them the body of the woman that he supposedly choked because he is some sort of magician who can make people <laughs> seem dead and then bring them back to life by moving their jaw. <laughs> and it all and it all works out until 
bad guy thug guy finds Oliver's laptop. Yeah, bearded bad guy. <laughs> laptop thing. Discovers yeah. laptop. Yeah. Which does not leaves. have a which is a top secret laptop provided by Argus, which does not have password protection. Right, and apparently, but he just apparently left has his good chat window open, guys. You don't do that. You don't walk away and leave your chat window open. Well, they did throw him out of a plane, so <laughs> fair, fair. Has good battery life too, because it's been sitting there for days. Yeah, uh, and I think that's it. So I, I thought this was overall. I'm, I mean. I don't know about you guys. I give this two arrows up. Is that a thing? Is that how we do this? <laughs> I don't think that should be a thing. <laughs> I think it's a bullseye. Oh, ooh, oh, oh, yeah. Right there. there we go. That's working yeah. some synergy into it. That's why you're on this podcast. I am green with envy. <laughs> um, oh, that's why sorry. you're. That's why you're off the podcast. <laughs> oh. Um. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot going on here. I, I honestly thought. I feel like Arrow has been on a roll all season so far i mean i know we're so yeah. early but like right they've delivered some pretty consistently good episodes yeah uh and yeah. they've got a lot of balls in the air too which is the other thing like they're juggling a lot of plot lines but i think they're doing it kind of well it is interesting that they have things like for example the mayoral plot line which was brought up two weeks ago and then was essentially ignored last week. ignored last week yeah and they brought it back and now we you know have sarah's kind of backburnered this week you know, they're sort of interleaving things, which I think is yeah. kind of cool because every episode feels like, oh, there's something important happening here. And there's this other stuff that we should worry about in the background. But it's like, you know, I think Sarah's was back. I do. I, I mean, comparatively to compared to compared to last week. Yeah. Last yeah. week it was front and center. It's and still... This week it's like the B plot. Sure. Right. OK. Right. Yeah. Um, I yeah. Think it's this it's, is it's interesting how much is going episode. on, how much is going on in both shows to set up um, like, Legends of Tomorrow. Yep. Absolutely. Um, and you know, it makes me like, what are they going to do next year? <laughs> just just keep start a new series, start another show. <laughs> well, it looks like we got to start another show, otherwise, we got nothing to do. Um, and I think you know what's also interesting to me about this week's episode is that I feel like we had all at the beginning of the season, I feel like we had all written off Lance as kind of like, well, you know, he kind of reached the end of his story. Yeah. Uh, and now I feel like, I feel like there's some new life in that character. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, last, he was so, he was so awful last year. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, <laughs> please refer to my collected works on, on Lance from last year, but this year, I mean, so far has been great. And particularly this episode has been, was awesome. Well, because best, he, la best Lance in like, like a year and a half. Yeah. I mean, because he, he has, he finally has some more gray to him. I think that in a way that's interesting and not in a way that's like, oh, he's also an alcoholic, right? Like that makes him like a questionable character in some ways, right? That, you know, that was, it's fine to introduce flaws to your character, but I felt like that sideline, it took away from him rather than making him more interesting. It felt kind of like a cheap gimmick to make him like more interesting. Oh, we'll give him an alcohol problem, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so and he, had a couple, he had a couple of funny lines this, this episode. He had some too. great lines this episode. <laughs> I love that also he is almost... You know, despite being sort of in too deep, he is also kind of the audience, like, he's like our, our entree into this world because he says all the things that we wonder about. Like, I personally loved, you know, like the third time that he walks into his house or whatever and Oliver's sitting there is like, what, you have your own key or something? <laughs> well, the first one, the first one was the best one. It's like, you know I have a heart condition, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of the more straight-laced character. Not straight-laced, but like he's the, he's kind of the straight man. He's like us, like kind of realizing how ridiculous this entire situation is. Yeah. And yeah. The, the actor's great. Paul Blackburn is fantastic. 
Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. And, so and I'm so glad that they're doing something useful for him. The other thing I notice is that I think that they, um, I think they agree with you, Moltz, that he sucked last year. <laughs> because um, when they're talking about the task force that got recreated, uh, the anti vigilante, yeah, the anti vigilante yeah. task force, he's like, uh, I might have reinstated that last year. And he's kind of got like a. <laughs> I did weird things last year. What do you want? <laughs> well, I think it was in a like weird place. I think it was it, was that not? Sense. Was that not like that? Wasn't really a plot, uh, or mentioned at least though. I seem to think that it was mentioned, but I can't remember. Well, I you know I think as we uh, we were discussing at some other point, um, the anti vigilante tra- task force kind of does explain why the the SCPD is in so much debt. Because they're buying, like, <laughs> knives and shit for people. <laughs> yeah, those are pretty ridiculous. I mean, the, okay, the one the one that that uh, takes away the, the scream, that makes sense. Yeah, right? although... <laughs> the other, the, the diggle net. <laughs> yeah, what do you got for this guy? <laughs> I got a net gun. Uh, I don't know, like a yeah, net uh, gun? <laughs> sure, let's work with that. <laughs> and, then, and then blade hands. You know, I, Edward, Edward Scissorhands. I guess that's an anti-vigilante thing. It seems kind and of... She, and she could apparently deflect arrows with them. I mean, there's some good training going into that, too, apparently. Which, I don't, yeah, she gets, like... I mean, yeah. that's basically just superpower style. Yeah, and you yeah. you just need to fight the red arrow girl. Like, don't worry about her. You know, we don't have anything special really cooked up for her. Yeah. You should just right. be able to beat her up. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I have some budget concerns, is what I'm saying. <laughs> Along yeah, with the right. whole campaign. Well, yeah, problems. so there's a, there's a lot of that going on in, in uh, Star City. Well, right? and you know, and to be fair, <laughs> it is a city that we are repeatedly told is on the brink of death, right? Like, so uh-huh. it's not really surprising in some ways that that sort of corruption is rampant. Yeah, yeah. A lot of, a lot of overspending at the police department, a lot of overspending at Palmer Tech. Well, I mean, Lance says as much too when he walks into the lair. <laughs> He says, well, no, no wonder everybody's corrupt. Everybody else has better <laughs> stuff. Better stuff. <laughs> and I like that he said everybody else because it's dropping a bit of a hint that he knows what the uh, Amy Dark's outfit is like, too. Right. Yeah. Which is, oh, that's, yeah, that's which, true. you know, in the service of this is sort of where I was going with the Lance thing, which is we've now turned him, in theory, into a informant, essentially. Since, you know, as Oliver points out later in the episode, we can't, we have not been able to get close to Damien Dark. You have. So we're going to basically have you feed us information about his operation, Mm -hmm. Um, which I think is a really interesting, it makes Lance much more of a, it gives him much more agency in the plot now that he's kind of in a position of vulnerability, right? Where he is playing, you know, he is trying to essentially keep Damien Dark's trust. Uh, mm-hmm. which is a very risky position for him to be in. And it's a field that we, it's someplace we haven't seen him before where instead he's like, instead of just being, you know, concerned with sort of the morality of being a cop in the city versus vigilantes or whatever, like this kind of gives him an, a more interesting angle to play. Yeah. Yeah. I think both meetings in, in Lance's apartment were kind of the key scenes of this, this episode. A yeah. lot of, all the yelling. The first, the first one is, is so good. First one's just, great. Like, yeah. I mean, that's one of my favorite, um, interactions standoffs face-offs whatever you want to talk call them but just the, the well acted and well written yeah well shot too yeah yeah other good lance smelled lines. good 
Smells great. <laughs> Tasted delicious. <laughs> other good landslides include for what's happened to the, or other good quotes from Lance include for what's happened to the last few years. I'm hoping you win in a landslide. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also, what are you going to tell me you're running for president now? <laughs> like, and, and I like uh, that there's just no errors anymore. It's like even right. before he just walks him into the into the lair, he it's obvious that he's the arrow. Like they they right. don't even bother. Yeah. Well, it's nice because he's never actually said it in some ways, but like we're not dancing around it, right? Like, yeah, he's just you know, you know, you know. And like, well, he's right. like, uh, my 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 lab is open. Yeah. Also, my yeah. assistant took the day off and won't get me a sandwich. If you could Which take care really, of that too, that'd be great. <laughs> Which really does not make a lot of sense. I mean, like they would probably put cop killing. Uh, <laughs> yes, that would probably move right to the top. No, I don't know what. Yeah, but maybe it got. But so I'm not the, sure what else is going on that's there. Like third after white collar crime, guys, come on. <laughs> but it was it was the I'm not going to forget the character's name, but it was the woman in charge of the head guys that told him that the lab wouldn't take care of it. Was it? That was what no, I was no, to no, no, no. I thought it was a no. Different I don't know. It's a different. I think it's a different. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes more. So. Yeah, that that would that would have been the investigation. That would have been a smart little twist there. But given you know, that we I, didn't really I, see that much of that character, I think people would be like, "Oh, is that the same that person?" Made... I don't know. We've only just met them five minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. I've I have noticed because I watch these on the iPad that I that I'm missing a few things. Um because of this because of the small screen size yeah. <laughs> so um like like uh which is some follow-up from a previous episode like i thought that that uh felicity had kicked the guy in the crotch um she kicks, that guy's, shin. she kicks him in the shin which i or like the knee yeah yeah which i don't like as much actually because i think that in that situation you'd really you would go <laughs> yeah you know not well, exactly sure, for she, the she, not she, for the virtual jugular she she went for what she could reach i feel like yeah yeah she, she, yeah so i i don't know i i like that um the uh yeah so we've got this anti-vigilante task force which is kind of a weird they're like weird as villains of the week because they're they're kind of like i don't know what is their motivation here they talk about like how they're just sort of out for themselves and trying to save their families yeah. but they're also kind of bloodthirsty and you know, I'd like, I mean, that point where they kind of acknowledge this, but the point where the woman in charge is like, we're not cop killers. And they're like, you literally shot two yeah, yeah, cops right. you- <laughs> 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, their motivation is a little weird. And the fact that they get talked down by a speech, I didn't find that speech like, I mean, you know, I understand the setup and the reason for it, um, but I didn't find it that compelling i found it a little ridiculous it is a uh, little silly you know the <laughs> fact that she would just give herself up because he gives a, he gives a nice speech about like you know being it's, a cop it's a big week for speechifying yeah between yeah. his uh between i mean but in the, 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 it's nice that it sets up that yeah it sets up that second um moment in lance's apartment yeah uh, but other than that i think it's kind of ridiculous and and just the uh, you know i mean the a, a the fact that oliver would have been caught yeah they have to make aware they, they, they have to make him know, incompetent yeah, they already know that she has blade hands and and you know, he just ties her up and thinks that she's gonna be stuck there. And and uh and and then the you know, like the fact that she, she gets him in this stab that's like I, you know he can't get out of. Yeah, which is hilarious also because it's like I'm gonna put a blade like an inch deep next to your spine, and then like there's a hilarious kind of cut where she backs off and like Oliver kind of falls down or something, and then they pan to Lance, and they pan back to Oliver, who's like getting to his floor, getting off the floor, like, 
Well, yeah, that was a close one. I'm like, you got stabbed in the back next to the spine. There's other <laughs> yeah. value. There's other important stuff back there, man. <laughs> but he's fine. He's totally cool yeah. to get stitched up and uh, you know run for mayor. So, yeah, maybe this is okay. He had his terrible. he had his spine moved after the Battle of Serenity Valley. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Six inches to the left. Yeah, that's smart. Um, yeah. So we've got um. I do like the, uh, as you guys saying, I think that first scene with Ollie and Lance is, is pretty big, you know, especially when Lance or uh, Ollie calls Lance on the, uh, like, don't hide behind your daughters. I thought that was a, that was kind of a, it's a kind of yeah. a brutal shot, yeah. there, but it's, it's also kind of true. <laughs> yeah. That was really good. Oh, oh uh, this, this raised a very important question for me, actually. So I have, there's lots of like locale issues. Like last week when we talked about how Double Down like gets down into the secret lair, like 30 seconds after they take the elevator down, which is kind of perplexing. <laughs> this week it's that Lance and Laurel have gone to see Sarah, who's apparently chained up in like a warehouse oh, yeah. or something. And then right. there's a cut to a scene where they're walking out of like into this very Like nice out of an apartment. apartment. Right. Which they later, yeah. I think, say is Laurel's apartment. And she's got, she's got a basement in her apartment. <laughs> there's, some, there's some sort of continuity problem there. I, oh, I, I just took odd. it. She's chained up in the basement of the apartment building. That seems That's like right. a really bad idea. Which, yeah, right. Which seems really terrible. Well, the whole thing but, seems like a really bad idea. <laughs> like some yeah, cemetery like, stuff. When you're trying to bring somebody back, I, I don't know. Like, is, is chaining them up in a basement really the best way to like? <laughs> yes, the basement. Bring, That's bring them down from sister. feeling like an animal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna treat you like an animal. Yeah, here's some photos and here's like a dish of food yeah uh yeah that may not be laurel i feel like laurel's character is is i don't know what's going on with laurel's character, and i think i like i've always had some problems yeah. with Laurel's character um you know and they've always struggled i think what to do with her after it became clear that she and uh, and ollie did not necessarily have the the chemistry to make that like love interest relationship work Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm always is kind of a startling. You know, you go back and you watch the first season and even parts of the second season, right? And it's like she's clearly set up for that because they're clearly going after the comics continuity, um, right? But they really do. Uh, you know, once Felicity's in, you know, added in, and especially towards the end of the second season, you really get to that point of, oh yeah, we just we totally threw that out the window because there was just no way that was ever going to work, right. like. There aren't I get I gather there aren't really like Oliver Laurel shippers as much in the, out yeah, there. As, I feel like right as Felicity Ollie. Yeah. So right. I, I and so I think they've kind of struggled to recover from that and find and so they've defined her a lot, especially in you know season two and to a certain extent season three with her relationships with Sarah and her father, but that often ends up with her kind of cordoned off into her own little plot lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also makes me wonder where it's going to go because Sarah's going to go to her own show and we think that Lance will die. <laughs> well, now it's possible. I mean, let's raise this possibility. What if it's Laurel? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, in some ways it would be, it's weird because they have spent so much time building up the Black Canary, you know, mythos around her. But at the same time, she is some ways seeming more expendable these days. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. I doubt that they'll do that. I mean, she seems like she's one of the central. I mean, unless they're going to kill her and bring her back somehow. 
Well, I think, I mean, I don't know. It seemed to me that she, she, you know, and this is getting kind of meta in terms of like the film, the producing of the show or whatever, but I can imagine it being frustrating to be brought into a series in which you're told like you're sort of like one of the main leads and then to kind of get sidelined for several seasons. So it's possible she wants out. I don't know. Yeah. So maybe. So I, I, I would covering. kind of hate that, like killing, killing Laurel in order to give motivation to Hero is not cool. Who would you kill? You want to still want to kill Lance? Uh, well, I mean, no, it's all like it's killing all the ex, killing the girlfriend. It's it's literally girlfriend she's, in the situation, right? She, but yeah, but she's not a girlfriend. That's the whole point. She's now like sidekick more than anything. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's not like killing Felicity. I feel like at this point, who is just a really you know central character. That seems tough. Yeah. Tough for them to do because I mean, they think people really like Felicity. I mean, that seems like it, it just, I, again. It, it would also just spiral the show back into sort of the grim darkness that we had last season. Yeah, that did not work right. for it. Right. Maybe it's Malcolm. It's- I, I think it's all a head fake. It's Damien Dark's grave, and they're like they became buddies <laughs> in the, over the next six months. And he's like, you know oh, what? Damien Dark is actually kind of a stand-up guy. I know that conversation with Lance was surprisingly good. I really love, I love Neil McDonough. He is fantastic and he does a great job this week. He kind of even drops the whole bombastic, like, you know, so much, so much of his performance is, is so over the top in a great way. Like he's just, you know, I have magic powers, deal with it, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And this time he's like, yeah, that's hard, man. I got a daughter, you know, (laughs) 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 you want to get a beer or what, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you some further. You got to, Put her down, basically. Yeah, I mean it's bad advice. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, well, but is it? I don't know. Well, uh, yeah, maybe, but uh, I don't think it seems like seems like the damage is done now, and you got to go forward rather than back. But yeah, I think I, the I difference yeah. is it's not advice given in bad faith. I think no, right, dark exactly, exactly. He really, yes, he really believes do. that's the best thing to do. Yeah. yeah, and when he says he's sorry, I think he just does feel sorry for the guy. Yeah, absolutely, and that's right. why this is that's what makes him so much more interesting. I feel like than Rachel Ghoul, who would have given some sort of crazy speech about succession or something. I don't, you cannot kill your heir. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Rachel Ghoul at least he had that good moment with Felicity. Um, yeah, but yeah, well, I mean, I, so he 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 had his moments. But I I agree. I think I think I like Damien Dark better overall. Well, and I like that we get that explicit. Like Lance, know you know Lance has been digging up on him a little bit too. Knows that he works with the League of Assassins, um, and that's why we find out. Which makes sense. I mean, Lance he's a detective, right? And then we get a little bit later on of like why he ended up working with the guy, um, which I thought was like I thought his rationales go was actually fairly that was logical. Very, that is plausible, especially given that he's already worked with Ollie and the Outlaws before right so he's got like that whole we just don't have resources and then he's like i got in too deep yeah <laughs> you know your classic it's your classic mob story um it, well it, it made way more sense than you know in the first episode we just see him hanging out with him. Yeah. like evil mustache twirling stuff it's like, that doesn't make so at least he had some kind of ex no i think we, i mean in every conversation we've seen them have it's clear that they're not buddies right it's clear that lance is kind of there under duress to a certain extent but that he's also complicit in some way right like it's it's not like he's entirely comfortable with what he's been doing and he knows that especially which is you know kind of what we get with the ollie conversation this week where he's like ah you thought you were always better than me um and you were right that's that's the best part of that ollie speech is like you totally were better than me until now (laughs) sorry sucker what's it feel like to be down here in the dirt with the rest of us right well he's more He's not 
he's more upset than uh like he's not gloating no exactly he's, he's just like he's really bummed out and and i think it's true at least in retrospect that ollie kind of always wanted approval from him yeah like and that explains a lot of the flirting with just giving his identity away He's he's kind of a like father the, figure, Like, he's right? never been cautious about it. He's always kind of wanted him to know in some way that he's Garrow. Given that, you know, the first season, you know, the first episode, Ollie loses his actual father. I feel like Lance is, is very much a father stand-in for him once he comes back. Um, even more so than the uh, MIA Walter. Um, I keep hoping he'll come back. Come back, Walter. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's um, Walter in the uh yeah we i think we i think we floated that in an <laughs> yeah. earlier discussion yeah um what was the other thing i was going to mention about that uh oh, something else. oh i liked um this, it's another week on codename watch yeah because because lance wants a code name right did you think that, that was, was yeah a, that was the other line that was the other line was that, that was a fine. uh batman tip of the hat there did he call him detective yeah it seemed kind of batmanish but i mean he's been calling him detective the entire time even yeah, when he got I, he got busted down from yeah. Detective. Yeah. And he still kept calling him Detective, which I always thought was cool. I thought that was awesome. It's a great I think names are always really important in like titles because it shows you how people think of other people. And so, you know, people calling him Oliver versus Ollie, like there's it it implies different levels of intimacy and different level different relationships. And so I liked that they always called him Detective because it it felt more respectful than, you know, calling him officer or even the case where he was captain. Yeah. Promoted to captain. It's still like, a, well, you know, you're still like a blue collar guy, right? Like you're not, you're not <laughs> yeah. management. You're still, you're still kind of on the, on the front lines here, but we still don't have code names for, uh, for Felicity or dig yet. Keep waiting. Yeah. Um, I keep feeling like I could do without the flashbacks. They're getting less and less important. I don't know. I, I've, I've never really been very. I've never really liked them that much. I thought the I've always one much and more. Two, they, they I'm were always solid. yeah, but I'm always much more interested in the main story. True. I um, mean, and I and I understand. I mean, you and I understand that they're there to for background and. I don't think yeah, you yeah. need them. There, we've had, we've had a couple episodes here and there that don't have them, and. I think it is always kind yeah. of refreshing when you get to those and you realize at the end of that, oh, I didn't really miss that. Right. Um, and I think they're 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 making them sh- like smaller and smaller chunks of the episodes. It feels like like this yeah. week's is about only like a like a minute or two. It feels like over nothing the happens. The it's pointless. Like he exactly. Yeah. Well, because yeah, they have all, to spin this that... story. For well, like, except well, except for the end. Season. Except for the last. Yeah, yeah that's okay. the only thing that happens. He gets, that, he okay, gets all discovered. He gets discovered is being yeah. Which you can't, I mean, I guess they, you know, you have to have something going on um, where it seems like he's not going to get, dis- seems like he's going to get discovered for one thing. He doesn't get discovered for that thing. And then he gets discovered for something so else. Can you guys, oh, you guys, I know have rewatched, I think the earlier seasons more than I have. What the, what does he do to her to make her look dead? Have we seen that before? Yeah. I think yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. I remember because the only part I remember is the jaw thing to bring her back because I know I've seen that before. Yeah, your fate does it to, to Ollie at one point. Interesting. Okay. I couldn't he, remember. He does that to him, and then he throws him off a cliff. <laughs> oh, no, he's dead, and then he's going to throw the body off a cliff. Oh, and he undoes it. And he undoes, he undoes it, it, it then throws him off the cliff. Yeah. yeah. Man, Yao Fei, that guy. Yeah. Love Not that enough Fei, if you ask me. Love the tricks. Um, so that was an interesting... Gone too soon. Yeah. That was an interesting bit there, but I, yeah, I agree with you guys. I don't know where this is going. I did notice that they, um, 
So they call in the other week when we get the lowdown on the drugs that they're shipping, it's, they're called slam, right? Which is mentioned in the first scene when the fake or not fake, when the anti, the vigilante. Task oh, is that like, what that? Okay. They say, oh, they just make an offhand reference at some point. Like, oh, we've taken down all this. Or maybe it's in the later yeah, one where yeah, they yeah, uh, drive later. up to the warehouse. Right. And they're like, oh, it's got the heroin and slam and this stuff and that stuff. And I was like, all right, maybe there's a connection there. But yeah, yeah I don't know. And again, as we've discussed, it seems like well, they, they do must- very... They shoot. They show you the drugs on the island, There's and then cut. they they yeah. cut the drugs in the thing. So, yeah. so there is a yeah. direct sort of yeah cinematographic yeah. connection between them. Um, but it and I I don't know. There's we've discussed this before timeline wise, but like they've only got like a season and a half of flashbacks left to do, really, right? Because uh, yeah, most right? well because it's yeah, five yeah. So years. Yeah, this, each... the half half of this season, and then yeah, yeah. Unless they want to string it out more, but I also kind of feel like. Even the Arrow writing team is kind of like we've kind of committed to this, and that's why we're still doing it. But we uh, would be happy to move on. <laughs> just like <laughs> leave it, leave but it. We be. can't. We can't at this point like just be like, oh, yep. And then the rest of his time on the island was uneventful. <laughs> I think season two worked the best. Well, yeah, because it had a point, and I think season one yeah. led to that, right? Like, you know, they were kind of building up Slade Wilson over the first two seasons, and so it actually did make a big difference yeah and but, season two the climactic battle where it's like a mirror image it, yeah it was fantastic the, yeah. They, yeah, they, yeah. They, they were amazing it is but they weren't prepared for seasons three and four having to do more of those and right. last year's was unimportant for the most part i remember oh it was hong kong yeah alpha the alpha yeah. and omega and um well uh, i mean the only thing is 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 figuring out Maceo. Um, Maceo's motivation, yeah. Which which we all figured out halfway through the season, right? Basically, like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it didn't really make that much sense. Yeah. Um, speaking of speechifying, which we mentioned earlier, what did you guys think about Ollie's, Ollie's uh, kickoff speech? Oh, I thought that was, I mean, when he was talking to Thea, I thought that was really nice. And I was, as, as he was saying that stuff, I thought this would make a great campaign speech i mean it's you know it's coming right from the heart it's the kind of thing it's the kind of thing that everybody can can relate to um and and you know and thea just wrote it up (laughs) i kind of like that his delivery wasn't super slick yeah he is kind of seem a little yeah i don't know if i can't tell if it was good acting, <laughs> and he and he didn't hold it in that atrium, <laughs> yeah. in in, in well, machine gun that, atrium. That's where that's where they, <laughs> you knew the auto guns were going to be set up somewhere. So you don't right. want to do that. That's a bad move. Do I? I thought it was kind of hilarious that they they worked in the the intro lines, and I think it would have been really funny if he'd been like, yeah. if he just ended with like, I had to become the Green Arrow. Damn it! Oh. <laughs> blew it. Totally blew it. Uh. But yeah, I thought it was pretty good as far as speeches go. I like that his tie is green. Um, didn't I didn't remember, I didn't notice that. I noticed it because it's it's unusual. Normally, you would make someone wear like a red or blue tie or because blue, it would yeah. make you pop so much better. But like the yep. dark, it's a dark green, and it's like <laughs> can't resist the fun. Um, <laughs> no. To add to my list of, I think we should have a recurring segment called "We Have Some Concerns." Um, we have some concerns. Thank you. Uh, my, I'm going to add to those concerns. In addition to using the office of an old crazy supervillain, having your sister who has unspecified rage problems as your campaign manager <laughs> seems like a bad idea. I will tear your eyeballs out. Hold on, or I gotta really... just go murder someone to take the edge off. 
Or a really good one. <laughs> That's fair. It's good motivation. Yeah. Um, Keep everybody in line. Yeah, I enjoy I enjoy that scene where he walks in and there's just like a fully staffed campaign office. I got yeah. The, I got a little confused because I thought he decided when he he's down with Thea and gives her that speech about the ball game and then says, Ted, I don't have to run for mayor. Well, I think he says, like, maybe maybe I can't, like, maybe this city can't be saved, right? Like, yeah. that's kind of what yeah. he's worried right. about. He's sort of questioning his... And I think Thea is saying, like, no, you should do this. Okay, like, so he does, I'm not wrong, he does get thrown into the deep end. Right? Like he's. Oh, yeah, he does not know those people are there. He yeah. looks very He looks oh, yeah. very awkward when he comes in. He's like, oh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but I don't know. I've, I'm still kind of digging the whole Ollie Queen mayor uh, subplot. I'm kind of curious to see how it goes, because at some point... Damien Dark is going to take a shot at him. And then it's a question of, does he out himself? Or does he just pull one of those, like, uh, you know, self-defense lessons? <laughs> yeah. It well, seems funny that Dark doesn't know who he is. Yeah. But we don't really but know. Again, but again, I, kind of, I mean, again, I keep saying this, but I kind of like it that Dark is not always on top of his game. Well, and that's the, the interesting question with this character is, and, and the problem sort of, this season is obviously, like, there's a heavy mystic influence is kind of what we're doing this year. And so there's an obvious question of, well, when you introduce a character who has magic powers, then you have questions about where the bounds are, right? Like, what can he do and what can't he do? So far, we've only really seen him, like, stop things Darth Vader style with his hand and I think disappear off screen, sort of. Like, in, the, in that first episode where he's on the train, he just kind of vanishes. But, like, yeah. When the camera's not on him, so it's unclear whether or not that was a magical vanishing or just like, a, I'm going to take this opportunity to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. Um, so when you introduce a character who has magic powers, obviously you don't want to just say, oh, everything's magic. He's totally, he can do any of these things. So I'm curious to get him more defined as sort of a villain in some way because there is a question of like, well, if he's, if he's magic, can't he just magically figure out who, who the Green Arrow is? Um, right. Right. Is there well, some? There's some scene at the end where he opens a box. Isn't yeah. There? Yeah. I thought. Yeah, but you don't see what's in the box. Yeah, I think I feel like I. Happy meal. Doesn't someone <laughs> hand him? Yeah. God, I love these. Collect all the toys. I got the toy. The guy who hands it to him is like all armored and stuff too, and I thought that might be a. I don't know. I, I feel like of assassins. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, or something. Someone. Maybe it was just one of his soldiers, but I felt like maybe there might be a, a more interesting. Because he seems like a puppet master, right? Like, he's not fighting people directly. He's sending all these people after the Green. He's he's less concerned with the day-to-day, right? He's a big-picture guy. Yeah, yes. and in fact, he tasked Definitely. Uh, he tasked Lance with finding out who the arrow was. Did he? Yeah. Episode two. Oh, okay. Wow. Sure, sure. Just drop that <laughs> He's going to drag his, drag his feet on that one. Well, uh, that's oh, it. Because I was like, whoa, this is a bit of a, it. like, he could just tell him right now. Like, yeah. So, yeah, I want to. Maybe it's even the first. Like, I want to know who this arrow is. I want to know all of his associates. Well, like, da- well, Mister Dark, get on that. It's, <laughs> well, Mister Dark, it's you. Yeah. What? <laughs> um, I like how I like how apparently Cisco has the time to um, build an entirely new layer. To build an entirely new layer, yeah. Oh, so what do you think is the deal with the stuff shorting out? Do you think that's another Ray Palmer thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it's Ray, Ray Palmer not being very helpful point somebody pointed out one of the rage is being a dick i enjoyed someone in one of the reviews pointing out like all right if he's really just really tiny and on felicity's phone maybe he could like jump up and down on the keyboard and like type an actual message (laughs) yeah he's like sending 
weird old <laughs> coat. Yeah, I got uh, my head got hurt when they started talking about computers. <laughs> it's a crash log <laughs> guys like okay i'm with you well, crash log with an audio sense. recording right. <laughs> and it audio records crash it records what you said just before it crashed which is very very weird it's well, like live photos yeah, i was about to say that yeah. it's just like yeah. live photos yeah it's and i was talking recording. about um oh she uh felicity calls it the local area network yeah like she's talking about like how the stuff goes on the local area you never say that when you're talking to a tech person. Like, how would you? Also, that would <laughs> like that... expanding acronyms is not what you do yeah, when you talk sure. to another nerd. Like, yeah, but you also wouldn't refer to that setup, I think, as a local area network. No. You would just say he's on our network. You could have just left it at that. It wouldn't this make is, any. This yeah. is why. This is why. This is why should... TV writers should never deal with technology yeah. ever. Well, they put too much seasoning in it. You know what I mean? It's like. A little bit they of salt and pepper stuff, tech talk, right? but it's like don't just keep it simple. They just went to Wikipedia. Yeah, they could like, right. They some interesting made terms it, from, from, from They Wikipedia. could have just made it his last message or something, his a last recording. Yeah, it didn't have to be like a crash log. Well, and so yeah, I can't <laughs> figure out like what is he? He start, so the recording I believe says something like "I'm sorry, Felicity, it was all my fault" or something, or "This was all my fault." Couldn't make it out actually. Uh... I, I think it's, I saw I, I, yeah, I heard I'm sorry, he Felicity, but I don't I didn't catch it. He said something after that. that. I think he might have said like some one of the reviews I read suggested he says like this was all my fault or this is all my fault. And it's like, well, when I mean we saw his last moments at the end of season three, right? Yes. He's like he's like soldering something or whatever. And he Not only that, he, he's doing it uh he's taking audio notes at the time. Okay. So like, he, yeah, experiment, da, 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 you know, like how you do when you're... Yeah. Right, So, we, but we didn't hear that. We didn't you hear that say recording, those words, right? Yeah. Like, that's yeah, what's right. weird no, we about didn't, it. Didn't hear that. So, it's unclear to me when this was recorded then. Probably after. Yeah, I don't or think, he can speak yeah. really quickly. Right. I, didn't think, I think maybe... I'm sorry, I think maybe <laughs> You should not think too hard I'm about this. I'm thinking really yeah. hard. Because... <laughs> That, that way lies madness. Aero Tech Talk, another new segment on our program. Oh, hey, it's no freezing laser beams. <laughs> it's no freezing laser beams. I was okay with that. What? Freezing that laser not beams? That's how that works. Well, okay, no, not I didn't show, take it but... as they froze the laser beams. I, talk, I took it as like the interaction between whatever cold thing he's pumping out and the laser beam intersects to make ice or something ice-ish. <laughs> Like the laser beam doesn't get. Do you know frozen. how to make ice? It's, it's the water. air. The, just the air got frozen in the shape of the laser. Beam. Then why didn't the rest of the air get frozen? Ding ding which ding. Would been, which would have been colder. It doesn't work. There's nothing physical there to get frozen. Yeah. Well, there's water. Oxygen. There's water there's... in all of them. Yeah, <laughs> the right. air everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I... not our show. <laughs> not our show. Let's just let it go. We'll let. We'll yep. let. You know. We have yep. um, bomb spray. We have bomb yep. spray. It's true. So, we'll always have which also spray. gives you that all day hold in your hair that you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh, anything else on this week's episode? Any other notes? Uh, I loved it. Uh, the director was Lexi Alexander, who he directed uh, Punisher Warzone. <laughs> but we still like this, cool. the show, regardless of that. <laughs> no, no, no. She's just cool. I bet it. Pretty. Cool. Sweet. Uh, is, she, is this her first? Uh, it's her first acting? arrow. Cool. Only the third woman director, too. Oh, she's a former world champion in point fighting and karate. Yeah, she's a badass. Ooh, wow. That's pretty sweet. A little badass. Um, I really, really enjoyed this episode. 
Like it I don't did. know if it could get yeah much higher marks. This, given that it's like it's all, an, down, it's all downhill from here. Correct. Yeah, it's not like a finale or anything either. It's just like a good. Yeah, it seems, yeah, it's, and it's great, good, crazy because yeah. the bad guys are really not very good. Yeah, they're, they're kind of dumb. Yeah, yeah but yeah. it's not about that. Again, it's just sort of a right you know, in the like in the best episodes of these shows. It's never about the bad guy. Yeah. It's about the interactions the, of the characters yeah. trying to take right. them down, right? But again, and, and again, I will say that the the you know the the supposed climax is stupid. Yes, yeah. um, the standoff with that with the knife. And it's all not the best is, staging is, of it. But it's it, dumb. It's it's yeah. still a very earnest episode, and I feel like all the characters. I, this is the biggest thing. Is like I feel like all the characters are behaving very true to themselves and i think what one of the things interesting that struck me as i thought about this later was we we've done a 180 from last season where it was all about ollie keeping secrets from everyone and this season it's literally about everybody keeping secrets from ollie right we've had thea and laurel go off to resurrect sarah we've had lance working with dark we've had diggle not telling him about his brother's murder like it's kind we've turned the tables and ollie is being for his part pretty open with everybody about everything um and i think that's it's a nice change and it's an interesting flip in that dynamic uh and i'm really enjoying it i'm really enjoying this season overall uh i think that it's it it seems to be off to a really strong start yeah and nobody nobody is acting like a petulant child (laughs) always a plus yeah i mean i just you know i think lance last year particularly was was so awful um but you know, a few other characters have their moments too. But so far, everyone is acting like an adult. They can still they still disagree on many things, <laughs> but they're acting like adults. That's a plus. Yeah, they are adults. Jeez, right? Because they are adults. Uh, oh, other think, other. Sorry, go ahead, guy. I think Laurel is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but like in an adult, that way. may be. Well, I mean, I just it's that's a total pet cemetery. The way that she's totally cool with her sister coming back from the dead and kind of not even facing her, that's... She has some serious, like, rationalization issues going on. With yeah. Like, no, it's... no, it's totally cool. Yeah, it's creepy. Totally fine. And I like that Thea gives her crap still about, like, why are we not telling Oliver about this again? Yeah. Because Lance had a... Again, is it's his episode. What I would imagine to be the best. Or the most believable reaction. Getting your daughter chained up girl and like back from but he's just kind of <laughs> horrified yeah like what the hell he's also like yeah. really startled because Laurel brings him out in basement and you feel like this is like the worst surprise party ever gonna ride like all right dad come on down oh what'd you get me oh my god <laughs> um <laughs> here's your dead daughter yeah other pluses I include I enjoyed in the lair un- unveil that we have the uh, biometrically sealed uh uh, suitcases <laughs> for all of the suits which i enjoy for a couple oh, reasons. oh that one I was, I was there's a lot of biometrics because um lance also get, is the only one who can get into the no, they, they say you need a you say you need a police captain or better right yeah and so i you know he's he is a police captain possibly the only one left in the city we don't really know someone else in one of the reviews pointed is out is that like, what he I is guess, he's not the he's, he's not, not the, the police chief he is not the chief of police although okay. he might as well be right right because we have not seen the chief of police uh, or at least if we have not in several years. Yeah. Um, I was going to say the, the suit, the suit like closets they mentioned are biometrically sealed. And I like that 
doesn't Felicity have like a jibe about, or no, Thea has a jibe about, like, I didn't even think you could pronounce biometrics or something yeah. like that. Right, right. Also, they open automatically, which is kind of weird. There's another scene where he's like, gear up, and they all turn, and the doors are already opening. I'm like, that actually seems pretty inefficient. None of it. Why would you bother biometrically sealing your case once you're inside right. your super lair? Yeah, like, exactly. They... Biometrically seal the lair. <laughs> yeah, just don't. What are you going to do? Steal Speedy's suit? Like Right, right. Like, Ollie's going to slip into Speedy's suit? Yeah. Diggle's mask. <laughs> Awkward. He's just playing yeah. dress up when no one's around. <laughs> Been a long time on that helmet. He wants to try on Diggle's helmet with the cool little visor thing that. But it's a mask. It's a mask. That's the thing. It's yeah, a mask it's a helmet. mask. Which helmet I didn't. Mask. I mean, I don't. I don't think I really appreciated before That's this episode where mask. there's a scene. Yeah, where there's a scene where it's just like there's just like a like a elastic strap across the back <laughs> which seems terrible because like someone's just gonna whack you on the back of the head eventually yeah right right it doesn't yeah. i mean you know you could still get shot in the back of the head yeah wear a helmet dude it's safe right just way. go with the whole helmet just go full magneto <laughs> full magneto oh you never go full magneto <laughs> yeah don't do that uh okay any last thoughts no no none zero Looking forward to next week. Uh, next week. Let's talk about next week. Next okay. week is Haunted, which brings John Constantine. <laughs> oh. Very excited. Very excited. Uh, so I think we will deal with uh, Sarah's situation. I think Sarah's plot will take the foreground next week as uh, they try to figure out what happens. Uh, we know from Damien Dark, I think that, like, it doesn't, don't we know from him that, like, her soul is basically not there or something? Right. Um, oh, so you think there's some mojo that's going to? I think we're going. We're going the okay. full mojo. I was kind of thinking that he would be more involved in whatever the box is, but uh, like maybe that would bring him to Star City. I think. I think it's going to be closer related to Sarah, but that's All not right. to say as long as you got the guy around, maybe you, you ask him yeah. some questions about everything else crazy that's going on. See, I think the box brings him, and then maybe some he does something with Sarah to help out. Well, we'll that's see. My, that's my uh, five bucks on that. I yeah, have, yeah, he's not a he's not above doing a quid pro quo thing either, right? I've I've you, possibly you read me, some stuff about you. this, so I will not take your money. Uh, oh, oh I'm a bad person. I thought, you, I thought you didn't like spoilers. You know what? I don't for some <laughs> things, but I I can't resist. <laughs> I, I I I try not. I mean, to I would have read too it, badly, but, you know, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did see an article with a lot more hints about it, which I did not read, but I've seen some of the vague because they've been talking about the Constantine crossover for a few months now. So, um, and I think this is again, as we discussed, more setup for Legends of Tomorrow, which at this point will occupy most of the first half of both the Arrow and Flash seasons. It seems like, right? All right, but it's working. But it's working. Yeah, it's all so far. So far, yeah. we're good, at least as far as our show is concerned. <laughs> no freezing. No freezing lasers. No freezing lasers. Uh, okay, well, we'll be back next week uh, to talk about the John Constantine episode, Haunted. Uh, but for now, thank you all for listening, and thank you to my co-hosts, Mr. John Moltz. Thank you, Dan. And Mr. Guy English. Thank you. And thanks to all of you and Skype for cooperating. <laughs> <laughs> this time. See you next week. <laughs>